Welcome to the New Chemists Podcast. We are so glad you are listening. Welcome to the New Chemists Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del Nuevo Químico. Καλώς ήρθατε στο podcast του New Chemist. Welcome bij de podcast van The New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axé sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Δούλεψε σκληρά. Να οδηγείτε στην αξία. Μπορείς να το κάνεις. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Trabaja duro. Sea impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Werk hard. Wees waardig gedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op.
Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I. Grateful and humbled to be pursuing further studies as a pharmacist in training in the U.S. These episodes will be under the theme, The Journey to Narplex Success. These will cover, in some of the form, key points that stand out to me as I embark on my journey as a pharmacy student and chart a course in Narplex Success. Note the purpose of these episodes. These are not at all for advice or medical suggestions, but to provide support for pair pharmacists and training in educational and intellectually stimulating ways. These are not at all for medical advice or for medical suggestions. Please see a local state and board certified physician, PA or NP and pharmacist for medical advice and suggestions. The new chemist becomes a pharmacist in training, the journey to NAPLEX success. So the NAPLEX, the North American Pharmacist Licensure Examination, is a standard examination created by the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy, NABP, to help individual state boards of pharmacy assess an individual's competency and knowledge so that they may be given a license to practice. Some big abbreviations you want to keep in mind, USP, United States Pharmacopeia, 34, and Natural Formulary, NF, 29. So this would be episode 2A. So there will be a 2B and there will be a 2C. So this is 2A. Episode 2A. So biopharmaceutics and drug delivery systems. So some key ideas we want to keep in mind. Biopharmaceutics is a study. of the relation of the physical and chemical properties of a drug to its bioavailability, pharmacokinetics, and pharmacodynamics and toxicological effects. Key terms in review, your drug product. It is the finished dosage form, example tablet capsule solution that contains the active drug ingredient in association with non-drug, usually inactive ingredients, excipients that make up the vehicle or formulation matrix. Drug delivery system is a more complete concept, which includes the drug formulation and the dynamic interaction among the drug, its formulation matrix, its container, and the patient. Bioavailability is a measurement of the rate and extent or amount of systemic absorption of the therapeutically active drug. Pharmacokinetics is a study of the body's effect on the drug, ADME. Pharmacodynamics is a study of the drug's effect on the body. So... 
how we're going to do this episode is going to be completely lyrical. So we're going to begin the lyrical portion right now. Biopharmaceutics and drug delivery systems. Biopharmaceutics is like a Rubik's Cube with your four ideas making you drool. Bioavailability is a measurement of the rate and extent or amount of systemic absorption. Please take the right portion. The systemic absorption of the therapeutically active drug. Yeah. Biopharmaceutics includes pharmacokinetics. Yeah, A. Yeah, D. Ye M, ye E, the effect of the body on the drug with that A absorption, D distribution, M metabolism, and excretion. Biopharmaceutics includes pharmacodynamics with the effects of the drug on the man. We are looking at the relation between drug concentration at the site of the action its response which is the main caption woo then we also consider in biopharmaceutics the toxicologic effects lest i forget the drug product in its formulation matrix or vehicle with the active ingredient and excipients. Lest I forget the drug delivery with the dynamic menagerie of interactions among the drug, its formulation matrix, its container and the patient. Continuing on with the spiel, let's drive the drug transport absorption wheel. Across, across the cell membrane, the drug molecules enter the bloodstream and are transported to the tissues and organs. Let's look at some key processes in absorption. Transcellular passive diffusion and partitioning paracellular transport diffusion and convection let me add some vocal inflections with your carrier mediated transport and the p glycoprotein mediated efflux which we'll get to in episode 2b these general principles are important you see these general principles are important to know these general principles are important so assemble compose p passive diffusion in thugs they traverse the some membrane Easily than your ionic soluble 
drugs. We cannot forget the LMWs, the low molecular weight used just like the chemical thugs across our cell membrane more easily than the high molecular weight drugs. Let's keep it going. Do you hear what I say? We will progress in pharmacy. HU, you know, passive diffusion and partitioning within the cytoplasm or the fluid that's interstitial. Your drugs under transport. This is not pontificial. It's simple. The simple diffusion with a great fix law. Simple passive diffusion involves the transfer of drugs from an area of high concentration C1 to an area of low concentration C2 according to Fixor DQ over DT equals ideally DA over H in brackets C1 minus C2 where DQ over DT is the rate of drug diffusion you see D is a diffusion code efficient for the drug A is a surface area of the plane across which transfer occurs remember your chemistry thugs H is the thickness of the region through which diffusion occurs and C1 minus C2 is the difference between the drug concentration in area 1 and area 2 respectively. So with the passive drug transport, welcome to my conceptual court. It involves successive partitioning of a solute between aqueous and lipid phases as well as diffusion within respective phases. Modifying fixed law, please. Let's applaud. I'm kidding, but we do this to accommodate partitioning of drug. DQ over DT equals D times A times K over H in bracket C1 minus C2 where where hold it hold it the rate of drug diffusion DQ over DT now reflects its dependence on K the oil to water partition coefficient of the drug as well as on 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 a and in brackets c1 
minus C2. Rum pot tum tum. Ionization of a weak electrolyte. You know I always wanted to be an acolyte, a therapist, a catechist, or a trumpeter, you see. But today we're talking about my good friend, not the trumpeter, but the chatelier. In the ionization, so ionization is affected by pH of the medium in which the drug is dissolved, as well as by the pKa. Remember, non-ionized are like the chemical thugs, more lipid. Soluble, the diffusive plug, if you will. They are more lipid soluble than the ionized, and it partitions more readily. Hopefully, by now you realize. Rumpa tum tum. Let's have a drum roll. Hey, little beggar boy. Oh, that's four. The periodic table. Let's talk about the transport process. That's not a fable. The active transport. The active transport of the drug. With it moving across a concentration gradient, requiring energy, selective potentially, saturation possibility, and competitive it can be. Yet we must look across the hall and see that facilitated diffusion is on the carrier-mediated. Transport system walls. Facilitated diffusion occurs across a concentration gradient and does not require energy. Obrigada, e você? Como você está? Tudo bem? Tudo bem? Tudo? Tudo? Wow, fala um pequeno português. So let's talk in English, por favor. Play. With that paracellular transport, drug transport across tight, narrow junctions between cells or trans-endothelial channels. No, I'm not talking about fire stick, but let me. Give you a conceptual trick. Paracellular transport involves both diffusion and convective or bulk flow of water and the accompanying water-soluble drugs through the channels. Through the channels. That can be a hint 
Now let's look at the vesicles. Newly minted, minted, minted idea in this lyrical scheme. Vesicular transport is the process of engulfing particles or dissolved materials by a cell. Engulf, engulfment, engulfment. Pino, we're drinking. Fago, we're eating. Pinocytosis, engulfment of small solute or fluid volumes. Phagocytosis is the engulfment of larger particles. Your macromolecules, generally by macrophages. Endocytosis and exocytosis are the movement of macromolecules into and out of the cell. Biopharmaceutics and drug delivery systems. So we've reached the end of this lyrical scheme. You see, but we'll pick back up conceptually in episode two B. Okay. So grateful and humbled to be pursuing further studies as a pharmacist in the U.S. These episodes again will be on the theme the journey to NAPLEX success. These will cover in summative form key points that sounded to me as I embark on my journey as a pharmacy student and chart a course to NAPLEX success. Note the purpose of these episodes not at all for advice or medical suggestions, but to provide support for pair pharmacists and training in educational and intellectually stimulating ways. Not at all for medical advice or medical suggestions. Please see your local state and board certified physician, PA or NP, and pharmacist for medical advice and suggestions. The newcomer becomes a pharmacist in training. The journey to NAPLEX success. The North American Pharmacist Licensure Examination, NAPLEX, is a standard examination created by the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy, NABP, to help individual state boards of pharmacy assess an individual's competency and knowledge so that they may be given a license to practice. So this is an important exam. So big abbreviations we want to keep in mind as we conclude. USP 34, United States Pharmacopeia 34, and NF Natural Formulary 29. So this is the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. begun with the CYP450 metabolism fun 1A1. You just won. With the detoxification and aromatic hydrocarbon enzymatic hydroxylation 1A2. This is cool. Detoxification is its mode again with the oxidation of aerylamine, nitrosamine, and caffeine. The facts on the scene and I hear some people have farms of oxen. 1A2 can bioactivate aflatoxin. 2C9 and 2C19 the metabolism of narrow therapeutic window on the scene. 
3A4 slash 5 most honorable, most popular UC. Detoxification, and alkylation and especially with morphine and normorphine. 50% of the drug's reactions metabolism on the scene. 2E1, with its preference for haloalkanes. 1B1, we don't want any consternation, this functions to cause bioactivation, not good UC. Let's look at 2D6, with its endalkylation, oh yeah hydroxylation, and yeah delkylation. These are just some of the CYPs you see its enzyme in phase 1 of first pass. With its polymorphism, families, and subclass. Topics affinity equals the ability of a compound to bind tightly to its target, measured in concentration. Intrinsic activity equals a drug's ability to produce an effect once bound to the receptor potency equals the amount of drug needed to produce an effect, ig, reduction of cholesterol or blood pressure. The more potent the drug, the steeper the slope of the dose response curve efficacy equals the potential maximum therapeutic response a drug can produce. The diuretic fiosemide eliminates more salt and water through urine than does chlorothiazide and therefore has a higher efficacy bioactive molecules often lack suitable potency or PARC properties to be good drug candidates tuning a drug candidate's receptor fit, metabolism, distribution or other properties to arrive at an ideal drug requires the use of isosteres isosteres are replacements or modifications of functional groups with other groups having similar properties corrects undesired properties of the molecule without losing desired biological activity bioisosterism facts for each group listed they can be interchanged in that they are isosteres one fluorine atom and hydrogen atom two Fluorine atom, hydroxyl functional group, amine functional group, methyl functional group 3. Sulfonyl, carbonyl, imine, vinyl 4. Hydroxyl functional group and amine functional group 5. Theol functional group and hydroxyl functional group 6. Fluorine atom, chlorine atom, bromine atom, and trifluoromethyl group new section Ka. Association constant of the ligand, natural or unnatural, with the receptor site KD, dissociation constant from the receptor EC50, drug concentration giving a response halfway between baseline and maximum IC50 the concentration which produces 50% of the maximum possible inhibitory response, antagonists or a measure of inhibition of physiological output, equals quantal response 1 hybridization bond angles and geometry hybridization involves looking at geometry whether it is sp linear sp2 trigonal planar or sp3 tetrahedral two sp3 stereocenters chiral center if n is the amount of chiral centers then 2 to the n is the number of possible stereoisomers that are possible with the molecule 3 stability of carbocations and radical stability, tertiary to primary, carbanions, primary to tertiary, 4. Allylic, the carbon bonded to the double bond, not vinylic but allylic, benzylic, the carbon bonded to the phenyl ring, 
not in the ring but bonded to, aryl, benzyl, 5. Oxidation Lurry, loss of electrons, addition of oxygen, removal of hydrogen, increase in oxidation number, 6. Reduction, gain of electrons, removal of oxygen, addition of hydrogen, decrease in oxidation number, 7. Function Group Identification 8. Determination of E forward slash Z geometry. Look at the double bond scaffold and what is directly bonded to. 9. Determination of R forward slash S isomerism. Using Kahn in gold prelog rules, look at what the carbon is directly bonded to. If there is a point of similarity look along the bonds until there is point of difference. 10. Plane of symmetry, very significant since if there is the molecule is a chiral or meso. Also important to note that CYP101 and CYP2E1 have planar binding sites. 11 enantiomers, at least one chiral center, diastereomers, at least two stereocenters, epimers, one out of two stereocenters have opposite configuration, 12. Drug metabolism, CYPs 13. CYP101 extra hepatic 14. CYP102, CYP3 a 4 liver 15. CYP1B1 is also abundantly expressed in tumor cells 16. CYP1B1, estrogen target tissues, such as ovary, uterus and mammary glands it has begun with the CYP450 metabolism fun 101, you just won with the detoxification and aromatic hydrocarbon enzymatic hydroxylation 1 or 2, this is cool, detoxification is its mode again with the oxidation of arylamine, nitrosamine and caffeine. The facts on the scene and I hear some people have farms of oxen. 1 or 2 can bioactivate a flatoxin. 2C9 and 2C19 the metabolism of narrow therapeutic window on the scene. 3 or 4 forward slash 5 most honorable, most popular you see. Detoxification, endealkylation and especially with morphine and normorphine. 50% of the drug's reactions metabolism on the scene. 2E1, with its preference for halolcanes. 1B1, we don't want any consternation, this functions to cause bioactivation, not good you see. Let's look at 2D6, with its endealkylation, oh yeah hydroxylation, and yeah dealkylation. These are just some of the CYPs you see it's a enzyme in phase 1 of first pass. With its polymorphism, families and subclass. 17 Phase 2 metabolism significant in the biotransformation of steroid hormones, catecholamines, theoxins, bile acids and drugs bearing phenolic moieties. 18 Prior to conjugation, sulfate is activated to PAPS, 3-phosphodinosine-5-phosphogylfate, 19. Carboxylic acids undergo conjugation with amino acids. Glycine is most commonly used. Thus carboxylic acids can undergo glucuronidation. 20 Selectivity is important to remember. As you increase branching at the alpha position or alpha carbon, you increase proclivity towards glycine conjugation. However, 
unbranched carboxylic acids are metabolized by a process known as beta-oxidation. 21 reactive intermediates Intermediates capable of forming a covalent interaction with DNA, RNA, and protein. There are some nucleophilic amino acids in protein. Focus on mainly electrophilic compounds, epoxides, quinones, acid chlorides, imine etc. Also, remember compounds capable of forming radicals can also serve as the reactive intermediates. Acetylcholine structure activity relationships cholinergic agents and acetylcholine 18. Ester group alterations within the context of cholinergic agents replacing the acetate with longer chain carbons results in a loss of binding potency. Also, conversion of the acetate ester into a carbamate led to the discovery of two active drugs, carbachol and betanecol. Further, Carbachol and bethanecol are muscariac acetylcholinergic receptor agonist and display improved muscariac versus nicotinic receptor selectivity as compared to acetylcholine. Additionally, carbachol is primarily used for various ophthalmic purposes such as glaucoma. Bethanecol is used to alleviate dry mouth. Acetylcholine structure activity relationships, SAR, 19. Lengthening the 2-carbon, ethylene, bridge between the acetoxy group and the quaternary ammonium salt results in partial or complete loss of biological activity, Ing's rule of 5. Rule of 5 No more than 5 hydrogen bond donors No more than 10 hydrogen bond acceptors, all nitrogen or oxygen atoms, a molecular mass less than 500, Dalton's a calculated octanol water partition coefficient clog P, that does not exceed 5 also within the context of ethylene bridge modification for acetylcholine SAR, placement of a methyl group on the beta-carbon atom displays muscariac potency similar to acetylcholine and with much greater muscariac to nicotinic selectivity. A methyl group on the alpha carbon leads to selective binding to nicotinic receptors although potency is less than acetylcholine. Note that the placement of a methyl group either on the alpha or beta position generates one stereocenter and can have two stereosomers. Replacement of hydrogen on the ethylene bridge with alkyl groups longer than the methyl group significantly reduces the biological activity. Methyl group on the alpha position results in nicotinic methyl group on the beta position results in muscariac quaternary nitrogen and other modifications. First, replacement of nitrogen with sulfur, phosphorus or arsenic yields less active compounds with no chemical utility, only compounds with positively charged atoms are effective, ionic interactions. Second, replacement of all three methyl groups with ethyl groups produce an acetylcholine antagonist. Third, replacement of only one of the methyl groups with a bulkier alkyl group for example ethyl group, greatly reduces agonist potency. Fourth, replacement of a methyl group by 1 to 3 hydrogens decreases muscariac agonist activity. Moving along, methacholine chloride, provacholine introduction of methyl groups at the beta position creates zero chiral center, s. Very little nicotinic activity, s. 
isomer is 240 times more potent than the R isomer. Second, placement of a methyl group provides hydrolytic residues twofold stability when compared to acetylcholine, which is highly polar, not orally active, cannot cross blood brain barrier. Third, this is used for diagnosing asthma and COPD disease. Fourth, this is contraindicated in patients with heart attack, stroke, and uncontrolled hypertension. Muscaric agonist carbachol chloride, isoptocarbachol, within the context of cholinergic agents and acetylcholine, the replacement of the ester with the carbamate, is more resistant to hydrolysis, with a half-life of 4 to 8 hours. There are non-selective cholinergic agonists which have poor muscaric to nicotinic selectivity. Second, it reduces intraocular pressure, used in the treatment of glaucoma. Third, it is not orally active, does not cross the blood-brain barrier, used in ophthalmic preparations. Bethanicol chloride, urecholine, similar to carbachol but with good muscaric to nicotinic selectivity. Second, used for treatment of post-surgical urinary retention. It could be delivery orally or subcutaneously. Sevimline hydrochloride, evoxic, M1 and M3 receptor agonist, have good muscarin to nicotinic selectivity. Non-classical agonist, no ester, carbamate or quaternary ammonium salt. It is primarily used for the treatment of dry mouth especially associated with Sjogren's syndrome. It displays high affinity for M3 receptors in the epithelial tissues of salivary glands. Commonly dispensed as oral capsules. Metabolism via CYP2D6 and CYP3R4 enzymes include sulfoxides, oxidation and sulfur, and enoxides are common metabolites. Metabolites lack agonist activity. Cholinergic, cholinergic agonist. In the most well studied story of cholinergic agents. Coal agonists are never pathetic. It can also be called cholino or parasympathomimetic. Acting directly on the cholinergic receptor with agonist activity or oh yes so it also keeps pace as it exhibits an indirect effect of inhibition on acetylcholinesterase it also keeps pace as it exhibits an indirect effect of inhibition on acetylcholinesterase cholinergic cholinergic antagonist no, I'm not a literary, literary critic. Coal antagonists can also be called colonel or parasympathomimetic.
lytic agents. In this pharmacodynamic arena, as we see what the drug does to the man, we see that coal and tags bind and block the receptor. Oh yes, indeed, yes sir. Coal agents are used for a variety including this NDD called Alzheimer's disease. Divided into groups from studies, I'm in it. It's divided into the Muska, Rennick, and Nicotinic. Depending on the binding preference, coal receptors in a way show selectivity or pharmacological deference to muscarinic to muscarine or nicotine let's draw that back depending on the binding preference coal receptors in a way show selectivity or in quotes pharmacological deference to muscarine or nicotine musky musky short for muscarine receptor in this scientific homely musky comes from the super family of g protein coupled receptors nico nico Nicotinic receptors function through the cationic transmembrane ligand gated. Oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm faded. Ligand gated ion channels for sodium and potassium ions. Chirality, chirality, my friend. My stereocenter friend with its four different groups that are bound to the sp3 carbon. Do you comprehend? Understand it well. Muskie has three chiral centers. 2s, 3r, 5s. This is great. This configuration is not reminding it however has potent receptor binding given the bell van hoff's rule muskie can have eight stereoisomers that do send me send me your location Musky, musky, don't need no consternation. M1 to M5. Let's describe to keep up. M1 is a cool, special receptor. Not plural, but neural. Not plural, but neural. Neural in the cerebral cortex, hippocampus, and the like. M1 is implicated in AD Alzheimer's and its agonists help with learning and memory. M1 is 
implicated in AD and its agonists help with learning and memory. M2. M2. Doctors tell me who. M2. I love its dear, very dear to my heart. From predominantly there. With M3 abundant. No, this is not an intellectual hustle. M3 is most abundant in smooth muscle. This knowledge is not just this knowledge is not just intellectually sufficient. It can also help in overactive bladder treatment. M4 and M5, M4 and M5 most definitely are present in the CNS and periphery. Nickel, nickel, nicotinic receptor are present in the central PNS and neuromuscular junction. Lyrical schemes add to the studying function. Acetylcholine, acetylcholine, biosynthesize, it's now on. It's made in the cholinergic neurons. By acetyl group transfer from acetyl-CoA, Using choline acetyl transferase, actively transported into cytosolic storage vesicles in those presynaptic nerve endings. This is no time for pretending. You know or you don't, my friend, please be at peace. Acetylcholine in presynaptive nerve endings is maintained with ATP, calcium, and magnesium ions until it's released. This is no time for pretending you know or you don't, my friend. Please be at peace. Acetylcholine in Presynaptic nerve endings is maintained with ATB, calcium, and magnesium ions until it's released. The key is the key step to remember. Keep stepping two. Keep stepping on. One, conduction of the signal through the neuron. While the action potential Wow, the action potential opens up the voltage dependent calcium channel, resulting in the release 
of the star. That's a queen. Acetylcholine. Let's draw that back. The key steps to remember. Key steps keep on. One, conduction of the signal through the neuron. While the action potential opened up the voltage-dependent calcium channel resulting in the release of the star, that's a queen acetylcholine. Upon release, acetylcholine binds a postsynaptic membrane. B, in the right space. Since unbound acetylcholine is hydrolyzed by acetylcholinesterase. B, in the right space, since unbound acetylcholine is hydrolyzed by acetylcholinesterase. Cholinergic, cholinergic, agonist. In the most well-studied story of cholinergic agents, cholinergic agents, cholinergic agents, cholinergic agents. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del Nuevo Químico. Carlos Irza, testo podcast to New Chemist. Welcome by the podcast van the New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axés sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. 
Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Δούλεψε σκληρά. Να οδηγείτε στην αξία. Μπορείς να το κάνεις. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Trabaja duro. Sea impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Werk hard. Wees waardig gedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op. Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I.